Oh, w- welcome to the Real Estate Pros with Chad and Larry. This is Chad Jordan, your host with Larry Jordan. And I'm here being quiet and nice. I'm not getting in any trouble today. We have a guest with us, so I'll listen to our guest today. That's right. We have a special guest today we'll talk about in just a minute. And um, we're glad you guys are here with us. Remember, you can listen in on our podcast. If you go to the Palmetto, I'm going to do this right this time. It's palmettorealestatepros.com. Palmettorealestatepros.com. Our, our website there has our sponsors listed there and also... Uh, there's a podcast of each of the previous shows, so you can catch up on all of your listening pleasures in your free time. And uh, this week, or, or today, we do have with us Pest Management, one of our amazing sponsors. Dina, say hello. Good morning, everyone. All right. See, Dina Sanderson is here with us, and um, she will be talking about some of the things that we can watch out for, why it's so important to have a great person that can handle not just pest control, but the, the letters needed for banks to get financing for your home. A lot of people forget that part, you know, that there's there's various people involved that have to certify things are done correctly, that there's not water under your house or not pest in your house or uh, wood-borne insects, those kind of things. We'll talk about some of those. Well, sometimes you have a pest. It's just not an insect. Well, those, those are different stories. <laughs> That's a different day, right? <laughs> So, yeah, and, and also remember, you can listen if, uh, and Dina was just reminding us, us of this because this is how she listens. She goes to Alexa, and you can say, Alexa, listen to 100.7, the point WQXL, is that right? Yes, You yes. have to mention the QXL. The WQXL. Okay. Because so, there's also other Ks and different things. That's right. So make sure if you're out there and you want to listen on Alexa, I think our first week we were, our first show, we had a caller from Florida. And so you can listen from anywhere in the world, which is amazing. Yes. All right. So let me give you a quick market update. I do this every week so you kind of can see the trend. And right now, uh, just a quick look up. And remember, these, these, the data that I'm getting is a little bit lagging. But the median list price in the Columbia, general Columbia market is 199000 And so remember when I say this, though, everything is local. So where you live may be different it's probably going to be different obviously this is an average and so that's pretty incredible actually 199,000 now check this out the average list price 199 what do you think the average sold price is more or less more More. 215,000 wow so that's incredible and you and the average sold price per square foot is 112 dollars a square foot and so that's up uh, uh, from last year, 13%. So if you guys are out there thinking about selling, you, you need to, you need to do it now. And you, it's, it's kind of like stocks. Should you time the market? I think what you should do, if you're thinking about selling, put your house on the market. It is an amazing time to sell. Um, and we, we've talked about this many times. Just remember it's proportional or it's, it's when you go to buy something, you're going to probably pay more, but you're going to get a ton for your house. And we've actually had people tell us, you know, look, I'm going to sell my house and I'm going to wait out this market. I'm going to rent and then I'm going to buy something later. Well, guess what? Rentals are way up through the roof, too. Then when you're renting, you get nothing in return for your rental payment that you make. You're just renting. That's right. So, But if you're thinking about buying, um, it's, it's a tough market to be in buying. 
but it's an amazing market if you're looking at selling. So let's move on and talk about our guest today, Dina. We're so glad to have you. Tell folks who you are and your company okay. and a little bit about yourself real quick. All right. So we um, have, I was born and raised in Lexington. I am a river rat, BC Bearcat. And um, so we've, uh, my husband and I have been together since 1990. We started, uh, he started pest management systems in 93. Um, the business has grown. We have uh, three technicians on the road. And um, of course, me and my right hand, Stacy, um, and you know, just like every self-employed person, you know, you, you're, you work all the time, it seems like, but you reap the rewards um, in the end. So That's right. And, you know, what's amazing, and I asked Dina yesterday, I said, Dina, look up how long I've been a client of you guys. This, like, floored me. And, you know, just to kind of give the folks listening an idea of our sponsors, when we have a sponsor, this is someone that we trust, someone that we actually use, you know, so... How long have I been with you guys? Since 1997, 24 years. That's incredible. And I'm only 28. I don't understand. <laughs> she got there. You got a uh, uh, female-owned business and a uh, young upstart business. I think correct. That. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was um, it was crazy when the way it all panned out. You know, we've been through the ups and downs. The like the housing market when it busted and you know a few years back. Um, I'm glad to see it's going again and like he said now's the time to sell and i'm just going to go ahead and jump into it um do a pre-inspection that's one of the things you want to know what, sh what your house what's going on in your foundation um in the crawl space and around the outside you need to have it looked at don't go to the closing table and have a surprise and i told him i want to be the deal maker not the deal breaker so when you, you come in and you have somebody that wants your house um you know let us look at it for you before you list it and it may be worth getting someone to come out and look at the house, even if you haven't not listing it, because people just don't know. I mean, I don't know about you guys listening out there, but I just don't crawl up under my house a lot. Yeah, we found a lot <laughs> of plumbing problems, um, HVAC problems, dryer vents down under houses, snakes. We do find <laughs> some snakes. Yes. So it's, it's amazing because someone crawling up under the house, even though you guys aren't plumbers, per se, you're not. Um, you know, looking for plumbing prop. I mean, you're looking for plumbing prop because water brings bugs, obviously. Yes, it's conducive. Right. <laughs> so we, what we always recommend to folks selling a house is get a pre-inspection. And, you know, if you need help paying for it, we'll help pay for it and get it back at the closing. But, it, I mean, you're talking, what, $75? $75, and then we'll update the letter um, when the time comes. But... You need to make sure, and, and like you said, even if you're not selling your house, when's the last time you were under there? How, how do you know that the air conditioner and or the plumbing or things like that, you know, what's going on in your crawl space? And we're not talking about just under the house. We're talking about crawling the entire crawl space. Yes. If around you have a crawl every, space. Yes. And plus, we look for things, you know, just because you live on a slab doesn't mean that you won't have termites they'll go right over they'll crumb right up the slab and go to um, any cellulose i mean they love styrofoam it's crazy they'll go to styrofoam sometimes before wood that's right so but yeah. you know what Chad? what's that i don't think for 75 dollars i'd even crawl under the house <laughs> much less do an inspection <laughs> that's right so um, and, you know, it's a crazy, <laughs> crazy story. I remember uh, our old, uh, the host of the show, Frankie Griffin, 
told a story of he used to like to go up under the house with the folks because he wanted to see what was going on because he wanted to be an amazing agent. He went up under there, saw a snake, and he sat up because it scared him and knocked himself out. <laughs> and so the next thing the homeowner sees is somebody being pulled out from under their crawl space. So don't do that. Let the professionals do it. Do it, yeah. And I'm sure you guys have seen all kinds of things under houses. Well, we have customers that say, leave my snake alone under there and don't tell my wife. Because <laughs> they're yeah. good pest control, too, for, you know, rodents and all those other little critters that get under there. Um, so, yeah, leave the snakes alone. You know, we, we don't like them, especially when they get between us and the crawl door. That's right. So... Hang in there. We are going to come back and, and uh, talk to Dina more. There's so much more to cover with uh, pest control and making sure your house is ready to put on the market. So hang on. We'll be back. Um, see you on the other side of the break. And welcome back. This is Chad Jordan, broker at the Palmetto Real Estate Group with Larry Jordan, who's a broker at the Palmetto Real Estate Group. What and a owner. coincidence. How about that? It's, it is crazy. And we're here with Dina Sanderson. Um, so we're so grateful to have you with us in the studio, not by phone today. That's right. All right. And so live. that's right. Live. That's we, we If we mess up, we just got to roll with it. Yeah. So, but uh, that's easy. So what we're going to do, we're going to continue our conversation with Dina in a minute, but we have our wonderful sponsor, uh, Erica, on the phone. And remember, before we talk to Erica, real quick, go see all of our sponsors. You can click on their links at palmettorealestatepros.com. Erica, are you with us? I'm here. All right, she's here. Good morning, friend. Good morning. All right, well, Erica, anything new in yes. mortgage market this week? Yeah, have my loan been approved yet for April? Listen, it, you know what's so funny? Yes. Our underwriting is really fast right now. So we're getting underwriting out in 24 hours, super easy. You know, we just got to wait on the rest of everybody to catch up with us. Title, appraisal, that kind of stuff. So they're looking good on that front. We're just waiting for the appraisal to come in, and I suspect no issue whatsoever, Larry. Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to hear because that was really fast, and in the market that we're in, I was a little bit surprised how fast you guys got that done. We're, yeah, I don't know. And listen, and there are some exciting things coming down the line for us. We're working on some new technology. Our goal is to have underwriting um, within four hours. So Wow. We've well, so here's the thing. Every, you know, a long time ago, Larry, and I don't know if the listeners out there know this, but a long time ago, underwriting was the last thing to be done on a file. You would process it, get the appraisal, get the title work done, and once you had everything together, then the underwriter who makes the final say on the file would look at it maybe two or three days before closing. You know, Eric, uh, that's, that's crazy you say that because, you know, Dina said something earlier when we first started. She wanted to be the deal maker, not the deal breaker. And right. a lot of times that's how it felt. Like, are we, we got this thing through, but the underwriter is going to kill it, you know, or they, a lot of folks felt like that because it, it had to go through that, the, the gatekeeper basically. So now you're going to put that that's on the kind of the front end. Yeah. And so most people in the industry have now reversed it and it, it underwriting is the first thing we do. We want to make sure that if we have a problem, we know in day three, instead of day 28, um, because then we have time to work it out or let all parties know immediately. But 
I, I mean, it's very rare. It is very, very rare that I have a deal fall through that I've pre-qualified. It, 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 I can count on one hand, you know, in the last That's five good years. news. Now, you can't do anything about the person that decides to go buy a brand new car right before closing. Or I can't do anything <laughs> about the no, I can't. I also, you know, a lot of people are, are getting gift funds for closing. And the one thing that I can't, I can't avoid is when you have parties that are unwilling to provide the documentation required for the loan. You know, even though we try to tackle that and tell them what's required of them, it never fails that we get right, right, you know, we're in the loan trying to get all the documentation from the donor, and they don't want to comply. Well, that's you know, a good so point because a lot of folks gifting money don't realize that money has to be sourced and seasoned, meaning it has to be verified out of their account, coming from their account. A lot of people just don't want to give that in. They're like, look, I'm giving the money. I'm not giving you any information. And if that's, that's the case, right. you if can't use it. So, and I try to handle that on the front end. You know, like I say, okay, well, I understand here you're getting a gift. Who's the gift from? I'm sending you all the requirements. Do you, I need to talk to your donor right now before we go out and look at houses? Because I don't want there to be a problem. And sometimes, especially in the pre-qualification stage, buyers get frustrated with me because they just want the golden ticket to go find a house. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if you've got the house and you can't get the money. It doesn't matter. Um, and so, you know, I try to tell people, Right now, that is the one thing that can really trip up a loan is assets, sourcing large deposits, making sure they meet program guidelines. That's the one thing, the, the biggest thing, apart from income, obviously, that can really, you know, cause delays in a loan. That's right. And so one thing before you go, Erica, because we've got Dina here with us, have how, how many deals have you seen almost disappear because, you know, termites were found or rotten wood under the house, water damage, moisture issues. Has that ever come up in your career? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I was like, you know, and I've even had, um, there are certain loans out there that you're required to have termite inspections on, right? And, you know, what what is very interesting is we're finding very interesting verbiage on termites letter, termite letters where they're saying, well, we're not requiring repairs, but we recommend them. And I'm like, no, if you recommend them, they're required. Mm -hmm. You're the expert. Um, and so, and, and they're like, well, no, I mean, it's just, you know, eventually. And I was like, yeah, but we're the lender. So if you say that you recommend X, Y, and Z, guess what we want done? X, Y, and Z. Well, this, this brings up an amazing point. So, Dina, when you guys write the letters, you know this when you write the letters, correct? Correct. And with that said, there is a clause in that damage section on the CL100 wood infestation report that says um, get this checked by a certified building um, person. So, um, most of the time, you know, we recommend repair, and that's for the lender, Erica, for you. Yeah, you're you're the one that's, you know— going to have the investment of this, you know, going to be responsible for this house, basically. You don't want to buy something that's broken already, you know. It's that now's the time to get it fixed, and that was that's one of the things that, you know, I, I scream about that so many um, companies now are, or lenders are not requiring the termite letter. So how do you know what you're buying if you don't get the inspections done? Well, the buyer should do the I mean, due diligence, for correct. sure. Well, in, in the state of South Carolina, I tell, you know, an agent will call and say, do you need a termite letter? And I said, regardless if I need a termite letter or not, you need to be doing a termite inspection. Correct. And yeah. it's not we're just for termites. That's what, that's what um, no. we were talking about earlier was that 
it's not just termites anymore. The letter says wood infestation. So it's old house borers, wood borers, water problems that destroys wood, any, you know, any moisture. Um, it breaks the wood down. So you've, you've got all of these different scenarios and, and, the, and the employees or the technicians need to know what they're looking for. All those little drill hole looking things, those are insects that have come out. That's right. Have you ever, and have to you compromise ever the wood. Sill beetles. The what? They're called sill beetles. Um. So we had did one the other day that said something about these it, 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 previous damage for, from sill beetles. We sill like, what beetles. What the heck is that? It's uh. There's the beetles are the biggest. You know, there's more beetles than there are. You know, classifications. It's basically a wood borer. Uh. Um. It's still a beetle. It's a even though it's called a wood borer, old house borer powder post beetle um they're 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 actual different insects and they have different size holes and the activity is when you see the frass or the the you know things coming out of the hole that means they're active but if you just see the holes um you know if there's only a few of them then it may have come in from when the house was built so to speak it's amazing and, it's tr- and right that we've had a very rainy summer even if you already own your house and you think that one day you might want to sell it it's a good thing to keep up with pest inspection. Yes. And keep the thing. foundation vents open. Keep them open. It does not get cold enough here. So many people close their foundation vents, you know, and you need the air. Yeah, it traps some moisture in there. You need movement from front to back, left to right, you know, and we can we can handle all that. We do we do vent fans, we do dehumidifiers. There's so many things and like you said, we're in the south. It's very humid. And so the humidity does cause the moisture content to rise in the wood. And that's what we're checking, wood moisture content. Uh, folks, if you're listening, I hope you can kind of gather what's happening here is you have a pest control person, a lender, and two real estate agents and investors talking about something that's is, is synergy, basically, because one, if we're going to buy a house, we have to know what the house is, what's under it. Um, and before I get talking too far, Erica, thank you for calling in. Tell folks yeah. how they can get in touch with you, and if they want to get financing, uh, buy or sell a house, if they want information, how they can contact you. You can reach me on my cell phone, which is 803-528-5019. You can email me at erica at lendingpathmortgage.com. You can find me on Facebook. Search for the Erica Hill West Mortgage Group. You can go to www.ericahillwest.com and, like, Chad already said, all of my contact information is on their website, so you can find it all there as well. That's right. If you want to make it easy, you can do, if you wrote down one of those numbers, or you can go to palmettorealestatepros.com. Thank you, Erica. We appreciate it. Bye, Erica. Bye. So this is so interesting because all of these things we're talking about, I mean, who would have thought, I mean, you're talking about beetles. Yes, beetles. Buying and selling a house, and we're talking about beetles. Yes. <laughs> it's where, I mean, it's, nobody thinks about those things. In, in most cases, they think, I want to sell my house. I'm thinking about selling my house. Right. And that's kind of the conversation. They don't think about all these other things that go into that process. And we keep talking about crawl spaces. So um, houses that are on slabs, they, have, they can have the same problems. Um, and another thing that I bring up um, as far as the termites and things go you don't know you have termites in your house until you're, say, vacuuming your living room and all of a sudden the baseboard crumbles. Um, you have termites in there. That paint will hold that case, that piece of case, baseboard together. 
the termites have eaten out behind that. They go up in the walls. They go. We had one that we had to support a garage because the termites in the garage had gone all the way up to the room over the frog. Well, this is crazy because even like, so my, our house, you are, we have a bond, a termite bond. And maybe you can talk about that in a minute, what that is and, mm-hmm. and the differences in bonds because they're different bonds. And we've had, you have breakthroughs right. and we've repaired your door before. No, well, not just the door because at, at one time, you may not remember this, but my wife goes home and she says there's ants flying out of our steps in the yeah. garage. I said, well, number one, ants don't fly. So they do. There are some that do fly. There okay. are flying ants. Well, I'm not the bug expert. <laughs> you right. are. So yeah. So she saw flying ants. She said, "I said, well, that probably might be termites, especially where we live." And you guys went over there, could not find them. You're like, we see them, but we have no. So you had to bust out a wall underneath the steps. There were there were brick steps in the garage, mm-hmm. and it was a board left under there by the builder that the termites had gotten into. That void, that area that creates a void. That we cannot see behind the walls and things. And, you know, we try hard to find them. And, and a lot of times we say, you know, if you see termites swarming out, if you see them coming out of one little hole, just find that hole, put a piece of tape on it or do something so we can see exactly where they're coming out. But like you said, yeah, we, I don't, I don't really remember busting out the wall, but um, or the bricks I, remember, or something. I remember us finding a doggy door to go to your door because <laughs> we had to replace the door. And so, you know, that, that's part of what we do. Um, but that's that's part of the bond. So we, we kept up that bond for many years. And you may see that come, you know, have some, some breakthroughs and things. So like the COVID breakthroughs, I guess. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. We'll be back. We'll continue the discussion. Hang on. We'll see you on the other side of the break. And we're back. Coming back, Chad, we're still going to be talking about termites. Um, so we've got uh, an expert here with us. If you're listening and you're concerned about your house, whether it's brand new or 40 years old, you can call us at 803-799-TALK, and you can talk to the expert here that can come out and treat your home or tell you what you might want to do to help get it sold. And if you're getting ready to put it on the market, it's like she said earlier, it's better to know in advance than two weeks before the sale is supposed to close. Um, it could be nothing with your house. Or I think we had one that was like $12,000 worth of damage by insects uh, just a couple of years ago, Chad. We've had many of those. And, and uh, where folks, when we do the pre-inspection, we find, you know, underneath the house has a lot of problems, a lot of leaks and different things. And and, um, you know, when you have leaks, you're, you're drawing insects. And so you want to correct those leaks as soon as possible, even if you don't have bugs, because you're probably going to have them soon if you don't fix it. That's like feeding them. That's right. <laughs> you're feeding them, correct. And yeah. it's, you know, like I just said a minute ago, it's not a matter of if, it's when. We live in the, you know, we had a subdivision built down the street from us, and it was a Sunday afternoon, and they came to our, they knew we did pest control at our house, and they said, I mean, the house was eight months old, and they had termites swarming out of their garage. So it doesn't matter the age of the house. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, if it's built with steel or if it's built with wood or if it's on a slab. They'll go, they'll bypass all of that just to get to that cellulose or travel, excuse me, they travel through the styrofoam. They don't actually ingest the styrofoam. But that styrofoam, you can't see through it. So that was one of the big things back in the 
late 90s with the stucco. Remember that? Right. Oh, yeah. We, we've, uh, my wife, when we first got married, was uh, worked for a doctor's office. And the doctor's office, one of the doctors, his house was the whole stucco had to be removed from the front of his house. Yes. Um, and because water, uh, they had a water problem because that was part two, two problems they had with the stucco. Water would go behind it. And then the termites would follow the water, and so he had no wall, basically. Correct. The stucco was holding yep. up the house, in, in essence. So. The stucco and the termites holding hands. That's right. <laughs> That's so, right. So, so uh, Dina, tell tell the folks that are listening what a bond is and what it covers mm-hmm. and the differences in, you know, different companies. That you, they're not all the same. They're not all the same. Um, some companies, they have—all right, so for, for me, for our company— we have a lifetime contract on the house. It's transferable. Um, it's renew, you know, lifetime renewable as long as you do the inspection every year and pay for the renewal. It's just like insurance. Um, if you do get a breakthrough of termites, we come out there and we treat. Um, and if there's damages, um, now some there's sometimes there's scarring, so we want to leave as much as we can um, of the original structure. But if it's if the wood has been um, damaged to the point that it needs to be repaired, we also do repair. Um, and I mentioned that because some companies, uh, or their termite contracts, um, they only offer a treatment. They don't offer to do the repairs. And then some companies have a time constraint bond, which means they are five or a 10-year, and then you're going to have to pay to start the contract all over again. So as long as you keep your renewal as Chad, 24 years going strong, <laughs> That's right. um, we didn't come back in 10 years and say, okay, you know, Chad, you got to pay me a thousand dollars. I'd reach, you know, retreat your house for us as a company. That is a prime time for us to gain new customers because they don't want to pay, you know, again, like Chad, you would be coming up on the third, third year, you know, three times for a 10 year bond. And so you're, you're already paying us every year to look after your house. And again, um, we are treat and repair and, um, we don't have any deductibles either. There's some out there that say, oh, you're going to have a $500 deductible. Okay. So that two by four that those termites ate plus my labor going out there, I may have to spend 200 bucks. So you're you're, you're making sti- money on it on the deductible, right? Basically. On the deductible, you're already paying your renewal. So right. we don't have so if we, and I'm not saying, and not every termite bond is termites need a hair to get into any little crack and crevice. So you've got these problems with the water issues. There's, you know, you got to caulk and paint your house. There's homeowner maintenance. If you if you have water getting into your wood, um, that's not going to be covered because that is conducive to termites if you have standing water if you have water washing through um that creates so many problems because where is that chemical we put down where is it running off to so you have that it displaces the chemical so again we don't want water under the house we don't want moisture under the house and um so that's a lot of the things that we look for um and again as far as the slab houses they also you know they they i hear it all the time well you live on a slab um Prime example, a house that, you know, is actually a friend. They called and they replaced the carpet with hardwoods. So when they pulled the carpet up, the slab had a big old crack down the middle. And so they just filled it in with caulk and put the flooring right over it. So um, six or eight months ago, they called and said, we have got flying ants coming out. (laughs) 
in the middle of our house. And so I was like, oh, that's not finance. <laughs> and so when we looked at it, the termites had come out of that crack in the slab. They should have had a foundation person come in there and do that properly because, like you said, $12,000 or something for a house, she had to, you know, take all that up, get the foundation repaired. The termites had tunneled all the way up the door frame to the top of the door frame. Goodness. And you could see the tubes starting to go up to the ceiling. So you figure eight, nine foot ceiling. That's that's they've been there for a while. That's right. So this is why you got to look at the contracts. If you have one, pull it out and look at it. It it might be time to change actually. So if you need anything, Dina, tell folks how to contact you guys before we forget. Oh, before we forget. All <laughs> right. Uh, the phone number eight zero three three five nine two seven seven four. Um, our website is www.pestmanagementsystemsplural.com. Um, make sure you're getting the one in, in Lexington, South Carolina, not in North Carolina. We get, we get that a lot. There is a pest management systems out in another state. Um, and you can also email us at info, I-N-F-O, um, at pestmanagementsystemsplural.com. Um, and again, you know, just shoot us an email and... Go through Chad. Go to his website. You can go to our website, remember, and I'm going to get it right. I'm getting it right now. I'm getting better at this. It's palmettorealestatepros.com. And you can click on the link right from there and, and check that out. And remember, if you have any questions, feel free to call Dina. Feel free to call myself. We'll get you in the right spot, get you to the right person. And you can go back and listen to this this show after this week. So I think it takes us a couple days to upload each episode. So um, make sure you do that because if you have some questions. Now, we can't answer on an hour show all the questions uh, surrounding how to keep your home safe. And not, not just safe. I mean, this is the main thing is, is the safety and the, and the structural integrity of your home. But if you're going to sell, you need to make sure that it's, it's in a sellable position. Correct. And that's kind of what you were saying early. You want to be the person that helps make a deal go through, not the person that makes it stop. Correct. And I'm telling you, if a new buyer or any buyer does an inspection on a house and finds there's water intrusion, um, they're going to stop in their tracks and either say, hey, we've got to get this addressed first. And, and, and it's uh, like we always tell folks, you would rather be in the driver's seat and know that than, you know, now looking at, OK, my deal may disappear and then being dictated to how you have to get that addressed. And, and that's another thing that just dawned on me. This isn't covered by your homeowner's insurance. We hear that too. It's, it's, this is not a homeowner insurance policy. You know, don't, you can't call your insurance company for that. Right. If termites eat the whole wall down and your house falls, they're probably going to say, I'm sorry, you should have had a termite bond. Yes, yeah. exactly. So something else, Chad, if, if you're thinking about selling your home and you, um, have a termite bond in place that's transferable it's a selling point for you Absolutely. to sell that home <laughs> that that gives the new buyer a little bit of uh, peace of mind that it's already under bond these people have been taking care of the home right and before we get too late i think we don't have much time but we have a uh, david on the line david are you there yes sir okay how can we help you today sir yeah um in fact um, i'm i'm going to be selling my house pretty soon and i don't have a bond so i think i know where i'm going to be doing pretty soon here all right um, <laughs> so i'm going to be contacting but you know um uh my wife's cousin they're building a house up in pennsylvania and she's on facebook 
showing all the pictures and everything, and I cringe when I saw it. And I'll tell you why. When I when I tell you what I saw, I think you'll do the same thing. She had a picture of the house that's almost complete, and the driveway is like this massive hill going towards the house, and the yard, the house is like at a low area, and I'm going. One of the things I'm looking for when we buy a new house is where the road and I mean the yard and the driveway slope away from the house. Right, so it. water's not coming and towards, like, towards you're, it. You're, you're begging water to come into that house with a driveway that's like a steep hill and um, the the yard goes down to it. Like, what were they even thinking? That's just crazy. So you're just causing all kinds of water damage down the road, or at least the the possibility of it. But but like I said, yeah, I think I'm going to be making a phone call pretty soon because. Uh, we don't have a termite bond. I've somehow managed 23 years with that one. But, oh, um, I, and I when's think... the last time you crawled under your house? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's so, been a while. <laughs> so, yeah, with, the, with that house, my house is, is built that way as far as um, down in the low point. Um, uh-huh. We have um, drains across the front of our house. Right. We do sump pumps and French drains. And mm-hmm. I'm like you, I'd build it at the bottom of the hole. You know, water, right. water can't go uphill. <laughs> Well, right, that, you can engine around it, but why even why even make yourself have to do that if you can? But, yes, that's yeah. right. So, David, <laughs> we, thought, we appreciate your call. Unfortunately, we're running out of time, so we're going to have to let you go. Call back again, though. Let us know how your, your deal works out, and let us know if you get uh, Dina and them over there to look at your house and get you under bond. So there's a ton of stuff that we could talk about, and, you know, it's like we say, say to other investors or homeowners, how do you fix stuff? You know the easiest way to fix stuff? Write a check. Right, check. <laughs> Let Dina do it. So, but the problem is, if you're not preventative in your approach, you're going to write a big check. Real big. So check. it's better to write small checks so that your your checks aren't so big. And we've had those problems. We had a house that was built on a spring. We could not figure out what was going on while water was constantly under the house. And you guys put two sump pumps, pumps under the house and and get it out of there. So. All kinds of things that happen in real estate. Make sure you're preventative and not, uh, you know, surprised. Not reactive. That's right. Don't be Proactive, surprised. Yeah. And and you guys will gr- will be great at helping them navigate that process. Get get the house where it's completely sellable. Uh, David, for instance, if he calls you guys, I'm sure we can. You guys will take care of. Oh yeah, we'll take and care of. If David wants to sell his house, he can call me. That's, that's right. right. Call Larry. Call Broker Larry. Larry. That's right. So. I think we're getting close. Remember, guys, to, to go to Palmetto Real Estate Pros.com. Dina's helping me. Thank you. We might have to have you back every week. That's Just right. help me. And um, remember, you can also contact us at 803-939-8562, Palmetto Real Estate Pros.com, and we will see you guys next week. Great to be with you today. Guess what? This is Chad Jordan with the Palmetto Real Estate We're Pros. Back. It's next week. We, I made a mistake, guys. I wasn't looking at the clock. I was looking at our amazing producer, and he fussed at me. I think he said, you know, he might have to be fired. I don't know. I'm, I'm learning radio. Actually, I just got to learn how to read a clock is what it is. So, sorry, my fault. We are back. There was a break, but it wasn't the break till next week. Yeah. Well, I was just getting ready to tell a story before the during the break, and I just saying we bought a house a while back, and Chad, you remember this? We were replacing the windows or something in the wall, and the contractor called us and told us, "says Larry, uh, I can't put the windows 
in this house. And we said, why? He said, well, when I start working, there's no studs. The only thing holding up the sheetrock here is the termites holding hands. What should I do? I said, well, you should kill them and rebuild a wall. <laughs> Put studs back in the wall. That's, that's the only thing. When you get to that point, there's no choice. You have no choice of what to do. you got to reconstruct. And so that's what we're trying to talk about today. Avoid reconstruction. No matter how old your house is, take a regular time to have it inspected, at least on a yearly basis. Yes. And like you said, you didn't know what was back there until you took the window out. So, and if you do open that wall up and there's no studs there, nothing to, to make sure they treat it first. You got to treat it before they put new wood back in there. Um, we've seen that a couple times um, here recently because people are trying to hurry up so fast to get things repaired. And so, yeah, like you said, there's nothing to yeah, nail me- the window to. Remember in the parking lot, I said, kill what bugs you? <laughs> You're not supposed to say that K word. <laughs> right, right. So we prevent. Prevent. Yeah, so... And and that's an interesting point because, <laughs> you know, there was another house that we were selling recently and the folks had it under a bond. And when the first buyer, you know, we had multiple offers on the house. It's a typical situa- situation. It was a great neighborhood, great price. And when the their termite, their termite contractor came out, he said there's active infestation on the report. You know, he didn't explain it. It just says active infestation went over they were kind of shocked and there was a tube mm-hmm. so there were no termites explain how you have to write the report because if there's a tube it means you have to say active correct correct if it is a solid tube i kind of explain i don't know dirt divers but it's actually a dirt tube that they um build and if it's broken that means there's no activity so if it's a solid tube that means the termites um, on the report to us, it, it means they're active. So termites go in and out of the ground, in and out of the ground, and you can break that termite tube and look and say, oh, there's no activity there. But that solid um, tube means that they might be in the ground today or, you know, they're, they're going to keep, you know, coming back, going. How do I explain it? They're going to keep building and building as long as they're, um, they have to have food and water to survive. And so as long as that source is there um, and there's no chemical left in that one little spot that they made a breakthrough, then um, they're, they're going to have, yes, that is an active tube for me as an outsider looking in um, from another, you know. So a home, the, the, our seller was like, that's not active. There's nothing in it. Right. We don't have any termites. So we had to call their Correct, and we would treat that, yeah. And so they came back out because it was under bond, and it was in a garage that was converted to living space, and it was on a panel, yeah, old old paneling kind of in the corner, in the corner of it. it. You couldn't see it very well, so the contractor wiped the tube. There was nothing in it. They mm-hmm. retreated, and you know what's amazing though, and this is this is a perfect example of why, even though they had a bond that was transferable, the seller got scared. And we lost that seller. And that mm. made them other issues with it, too, because they were paying more than the asking price. But we, we thankfully got another buyer quickly. But they got rid of the tube and right. made sure there was no active. And they updated their thing to make sure it was just treated. So we were able to, to tell the new the public, hey, we're good to go. Um, because remember, um, when you're selling a house, 
this is something to really think about is when you know something, you have to disclose that you know something. And there's a, there's a question on the property disclosure, which the property disclosure says all folks selling their home must complete a property disclosure. And see what some folks think is, well, I just want, um, I just won't fill out a property disclosure. That's not relieving you of your duties to reveal anything you know. And so if you know you have termites or had them, then you're supposed to update that property disclosure report and say we had them. The good news is, though, if somebody like you guys are helping them, you can just put that report with and say they were treated, though. Yes, we treated that area, and there's no, you know, activity now. I mean, and I told you earlier, it's it's little things like that um, and, and just a little divot. If you're going to be closing your garage in, go ahead and get that garage True. floor. Yeah, go ahead and get that garage floor drilled and treated before you cover up everything with the walls and the, um, with you know, paneling, sheetrock, carpet, and all that. Because when you, if it, if that situation um, deemed it necessary, they would have to pull that flooring out, pull that, you know, and mm-hmm. to get to where they would need to treat. Yeah, because it's odd. Because when you look at it, the the tube, it's like, where did they come from? Because you can see that start at the bottom, but where did they come from? I guess they. They came across the little crack. They only need a little hair crack to get in there. And it's and I, as far as uh clay uh red the red clay we have around here, those are really you can see those termites real quick because that you know you have a a white colored brick and you got the red tube going up because they're using that dirt to build their little um house. Yeah. If you see tubes around your house, you need to call pest management like. When we get off soon yeah. or like now. Like now. <laughs> right. Somebody somebody will take your call. If we, we can't take your call right now, we'll call you back. That's right. So keep this in mind when you're going to look at selling your house or if you just want a safe house that doesn't have termites that, that are eating your house and you don't know about it. You're sleeping, thinking everything's good, safe. You're not going to hear them chewing the wood. <laughs> That's right. If you hear something chewing the wood, it's not termites. It's, you got a bigger problem. <laughs> Now, do you guys do pest removal like like that kind of we stuff? We do. We do. Also, uh, we have a fully guaranteed pest control service. Um, we do, you know, crawling insects. We do mice. Um, and uh, like I said, mentioned earlier, as far as the snake under your house, you know, you have mice under your house. You might be calling some other critters under there. Is it mice or meeses? Plural, right? <laughs> Plural, meeses <laughs> with their babies. Yep. It's actually a herd. We had a customer call. Last week that said they had a whole herd oh going through their, and out she said not four or five, I mean 10, 15, 20. Wow. So, yeah, you guys can handle all of those things. And the thing is, a lot of us, you know, it's kind of like even with us, we, we're in real estate. We know all these things. We, we've we been around, know it. It's kind of like lending. We kind of know how it works, but we're not the expert. You need to call the expert. You guys out there listening, do what you do, and you're an expert at what you do. You need to call experts to do what they do so that they can fix it. Now, you can go to Lowe's and buy chemical and spray around your house. Is that going to prevent termites? No. Uh, what we use is uh, has a lot more active ingredient, usually around uh, 40% on average more active ingredient. So um, you're you're not going to know exactly. There's there's we have, We're governed by Clemson University. Um, we have a license. We have to... You can't go and just, you don't know where to drill. You're supposed to drill every, you know, 12, 16 inches or so around a foundation or a garage um, and inject the chemical through the slab. So that's one of the things that cost a lot of money a lot of times. 
um, is when we're drilling. That's a, that's a lot of work when you're drilling through it, you know. Now, am I also understanding you to say you can't, like a, a, a person has to be licensed, so they can't even buy this chemical? Not what we use. Not what you use. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're not going to go to Lowe's and find the stuff that you use. Correct. Okay. Now, there is some, there is some uh, you know, maybe there's somewhere, you know, out there that you can buy it from overseas or something, but <laughs> I would careful. be worried. I know. Be careful. <laughs> um, I would be worried just for my families and my pets, you know, to be putting something around that you don't really know how to apply. I mean, we have to go. Um, to class we have credits just like y'all have credits every year um, we have credits that we have to keep our license active and I, so i have a question for you uh, when you're doing the inspections do you look around sinks and toilets under the house even though there's stuff there to see because those are active places we see leaks a lot of time and insects coming in or rotten wood so when you're doing your inspections is that something high on your list to look at Yes. When we do an inspection, we check around, especially the plumbing, even more closely. But we're seeing a lot of the um, air conditioner uh, vents that go through the ductwork. That metal boot, it's causing water damage and from the condensation. So you may not have a plumbing problem. You might have a heating and air problem, you know, in that crawl space. So we do a more thorough inspection, and that's one of the first things that they always go to is the plumbing areas um, and the, uh, you know, under the showers. And, and you like you said, if you don't crawl under your house, you don't know it's leaking. So, Dina, if they call your company, are you going to come out there in a jumpsuit and crawl up under the house? Heck no. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. You're not going to see Dina crawling up under your house. But... I shine the light from the crawl door. <laughs> and some of these guys have to be really kind of small. Yes. Because some of the crawl spaces are not easy to get into. Yes. they The belly crawlers and the, I mean, we do do inspections and we say the back right corner is uh, inaccessible due to low. We have a certain, you know, for our license, we have a certain, um, it has to be 18 inches for us to even be able to bond that area. You know, the, we'll waive that area because it's too low. We can't even get over there to treat. That's, that's right. Inspect. So, however, if they get a termite bond, that's still covered. You, you... Um, I can waive that area because we cannot get to it to physically treat it or physically inspect it. Okay. So, folks, I hope you're listening and you. we are ending the show now. Um, so, for real. <laughs> well, we'll be We're not teasing. It's a tease. So, go to palmettorealestatepros.com. Check out all this information. And we will see you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.